When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, Megan and I thought it'd be very freeing emotionally for us if we could <laughs> vent about common knowledge that is not so common anymore in light of recent events that have been bothering us. Yeah. So this started, like, the root of this started because, like, there's a couple things going on this past weekend when we were traveling and, like, there's, like, we had a road trip and, like, we went to, like, a concert. So I looked some mm-hmm. stuff up related to that. Um, so I then like that's where this whole idea took root, and then since like people trying have done to add on that we've been like, like, why are you doing that? That is not okay. So we've pulled it on like some other experiences and some different like categories of things, just to be like more so asking, and hopefully many of you listening will like think Relate. this seems like everyone should know this, but then also you can think of like a few different experiences and instances where like it's not been followed so uh it'll be good for us to just rant and share some stories with you guys and should feel good so before we get started with that we like to do our weekly spotlight where we talk about the fun exciting things that made last week worth living so um i'm guessing it's the same thing for both of us we it's actually like a fun little weekend and then we had a fun little thing to top it off so we went to algoma wisconsin for a cousin's wedding we had a little three-day weekend because we shifted our work week, and so we got to take... Oh, this was like the first three-day break I've had from work since starting, I'm pretty sure. Did you have any holidays you've taken? I've only had Memorial Day, and I worked Memorial Day. Oh, okay. Um, Fourth of July was on a Tuesday, so I took a Tuesday off, but I worked... Like, it wasn't a three-day break, yeah. so... Anyway, it was great. It was also Megan and I... Like, we've done a couple of road trips here and there. Like, our longest one prior to this past weekend was we drove to Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship game in 2021, and that was, like, five hours or so. So, it was, like, a – it was a long one for us, but, like, not, like, super long. I know many people drive much longer than that. It's not a competition. I am not here to say, like, I can drive 12 hours straight. But But since we always, like, drive together – it certainly always is easier and makes sense for us to like switch off take breaks i mean you might as well you right? might as well so got another road trip notch and i think we kind of decided because we have to do another like if it's a six hour road trip in september for another wedding we're going to um and i never really considered flying to that one um if i found like a really good flight then like i'd consider it but like there's no non-stops and I was like, we can do six hours, and this further confirms like we can in fact a seven-hour road trip, especially like on the way back. The way back yeah. really wasn't that bad at all. The way there like became darker, and then driving at nighttime, I feel like just doesn't. And we go had already worked a full day, so it was just it was a long day when we drove up there. Drive back, not so bad. Um, we had weather was gorgeous. Yeah. It rained a little bit right around the time of the wedding, which but is good luck. It is good luck. Um, we have a whole vlog if you want to see us up there during that weekend. And then also on the way back, 
another fun thing that we did. We went to an Ed Sheeran concert. Yeah. Which, so, to be honest, you'd think it'd be sticking in my memory a little bit more. I feel like I didn't even go. Um, so basically, Although we've known about my etiquette rules. So what? I do have like some concert related etiquette. Yeah. So, you know, we'll jump etiquette that more. you don't follow. <laughs> Interrupting. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because I thought of that, but I didn't write You're it like, down. Oh. Um, so there is this Iowa Speedway in Newton, Iowa, where they were hosting an indie race this past weekend. And part of like what they've been doing for promotional stuff related to the race is a concert series of sorts. So on Saturday, they had Kenny Chesney and Carrie Underwood performing. And then yesterday, they had, I think, the Zach Brown Band and Ed Sheeran. How do they get Ed Sheeran? How do they get Ed Sheeran? I don't know. Um, And we've known that that was going on for months at this point, however long they've been promoting it. And we'd always, like, joke, like, oh, should we go or whatever? But then we were going to this weekend or going to this wedding this weekend. So we're like, well, it's the same weekend, so we can't go. And then, turns out, we were leaving early enough on Sunday that I was just kind of, like, looking around on my phone being like, what time is the concert anyways? I actually thought it was going to be later than it was, but it worked out. The concert was around 4.15, and we got there just, like, an hour early Mm -hmm. by the time we were back in Iowa and in Newton. And then we changed in the gas station parking lot (laughs) and went to the venue. You know, our weekend's still going. We might as well. Yeah. And so, watched an Ed Sheeran concert. Which, honestly, the crowd was a little bit lacking. I don't know. To say the least. It was an outdoor venue, and so I don't know how much that plays into it with, you know, how much I can tell the audience is participating Like, it certainly wasn't, like, a typical concert, because it was, like, mixed in with the whole racing thing, and the venue is different, and, like, I don't know how many people were or were not Ed Sheeran fans, but, like, come on. He is, like, the number one most streamed artist in the world. I just felt like that being the audience turnout and the audience participation was a little lacking. Mm-hmm. And so, Maggie and I were like, there's this mosh pit down in the grass, kind of kind of by the stage that he's performing at. And there's like the grandstands in the speedway. And that's where, where we were sitting because that was a ticket price that was most reasonable for us. And I just felt like the people around us like weren't even singing out loud that much. Yeah. And so... We'll like, talk Hello. more. We'll talk more. Anyway, but it was a good time. Um, it does rank probably like lower on the concerts we've been to, partly because of the crowd environment and atmosphere. And partly, you know, to be fair, maybe lack of planning on our part, which it was last minute. And like, I knew a fair amount of the songs he was playing, like, because he did play his most popular songs. But I do kind of feel like as a concert go- goer, it is your duty and responsibility to like learn the lyrics to said songs especially if you like know a set list because then you're going to enjoy yourself more the artist is performing like they want people to sing their songs so like that's what we did for like the Jonas Brothers concert we went to a couple years ago we did it for Bruno Mars I mean I I freaking knew like all Bruno Mars songs (laughs) except for one and he didn't even play it um but if I go to the Jonas Brothers concert again this year like I know their songs, but, like, I haven't looked up lyrics and, like, actually got myself to, like, fully know songs. Like, I would do that again because I feel like it's just kind of your responsibility, your due diligence. And then you feel like if you're just sitting there, like, you're, like, waiting to sing the words, you're like, I should have done my research. Like, that's how I felt. I realized I needed to do that after we went to our, like, the Jason Derulo concert at the Iowa State Fair years ago. And I kind of was like, I'm a Jason Derulo fan. Like, I know his songs. It'll be fine. And, like, I had a great time, but I left the concert being, like, I should have looked at the lyrics. Yeah. Because I was, like, 
trying You'd to say, the and then I'd be like, ooh, I'm not really sure what we're actually saying here. So, that being said, should I say my categories that I have broken mine into, and then I don't know if yours will or won't fit into them? Maybe. But here are my categories. Some are larger than others. Um... One is road trip specific ones. One are just kind of like social norms. Um, a couple like wedding specific ones because we did go to like a wedding. Um, a couple related to like events. And then like college slash school. I mean, I have a driving one. Okay. But it was related to the concert. Why don't we start with road trip specifics? Okay. So... Road trip specific, I feel like one number one unwritten rule is that passenger who's in the front needs to do everything else the driver's not doing while driving. Anything they need. They should be doing directions. They should be, if you, you stop and get food, they're placing, they're setting the food up in a very convenient way for the driver to then we be would, able to reach and eat their food. We got so good at this when we would go to and from Iowa City. We'd have our little Culver's stop or wherever that we were going. And then, you know, you'd get the driver's drink set up, undo, like, open the carton of fries, and then you set, like, the hamburger mm-hmm. or the nuggets on the other side oh, of yeah. the container. If the driver, you're in charge of music, if the driver has specific music requests That's what or what they want to play, you need to follow what they're doing or what they want. I was going to say, driver gets pick of, like, either music category or, like, audio category. If they want to listen to a podcast, you got to listen to a podcast. Like, driver gets ultimate say they get whatever they want but the passenger is like the dj queuing it up making it fun for everyone if they need like chapstick and you need to like dig around in a bag or something to find chapstick like you are there you're their hands hands yeah. eyes ears so that is the responsibility of the passenger and i feel like you know just as we were doing this road trip and as we've been many times in the past like it's just their job and then there was one time on this road trip I was actually driving, and Sierra wasn't really responsible for directions because I had my phone plugged in. Yeah. Um, this was no one's fault. If anything, I was annoyed with you. <laughs> I know. But, so, my dad, I didn't know where I was going. That's why I have the directions on my phone. And so, we're driving. As far as I know, like, I'm just continuing to drive until told otherwise. Until told otherwise. That's the key word. And so, then my dad calls me. Because he was just trying to get an update. He had left before us. And so he was just trying to figure out, like, what our ETA was, where we were at. And so my phone, he calls me. And I'm hooked up to Sierra's speaker system, Bluetooth. So I just decided to answer on that. And then we're talking for a couple seconds, minutes. And then, like, something starts, like, digging and, like, just making a noise. As if something's wrong or, like, needs attention. And And we thought that was coming from his phone. I thought it was maybe on his end because, like, usually it's... When stuff like that's going on, it is. You just blame something But then I was just like, maybe, like, maybe it's trying to get my attention. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And then I looked at my phone. And it's like, make a U-turn. Make make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Except I was like, why didn't it, I kind of just assumed it would maybe, like, interrupt and, like, say what it needed to say. But it did not. So then I was like. Hey, we could have gotten a lot further. Yeah. We were only, like, two miles past where we needed to be. Um, But then I was just like, dad, gotta go hang up up. and then we got turned around and it was fine but usually the passenger is double checking the directions what was also weird was on the way back sierra's phone 
would just like the music would oh. lower down but like no words nothing would say what to well, do no. next it technically it was speaking direction just very quietly but it was so quiet the audio levels for whatever was going on for some reason were not synced appropriately the music was totally fine and the music would get like a little bit more quiet and like the speaking voice for my maps directions would be like turn left on like you could not hear it so you had to pay attention to, which like, was fine because i had it pulled up on my car play so i could see the visual directions but i was like gee thank you so your the music was your one no oh you can add yours well it was related to the concert but it's a driving thing so i figure it's common knowledge or common driving etiquette if there is someone directing traffic you will follow said traffic director's cues and directions. And so when we're leaving the venue, very busy, obviously. I mean, we pulled into the speedway. I was and like, oh, oh my God. God. The cars that were parked there. I mean, I know it's a crazy, you know, busy, popular event, but I'd never been before. And um, I was enlightened, to say the least, with how busy the indie race gets. Um, so anyway as most very popular events have afterwards they had people directing traffic there were some roads and stuff closed off just to try and alleviate the flow as best they can and so i'm getting ready to turn right because the person directing traffic is telling me to go and then two other cars across the way just say screw this traffic director and pull out right in front of me to turn left the way that i'm going and i was just like you can't do that Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, wow, people just don't follow traffic directions. That's crazy. My other traffic road trip related one was when you're like related to driving at night. If you want to turn your brights on because you feel more safe with your brights on, you can't see out very far, totally get it. But if you are then driving and you see other cars coming towards you, brights need to get turned off. I have a funny story related to this came up over this past weekend i know that's Haley and ashton so then but then the this semi? was twofold <laughs> because Haley, Haley was telling us this story when we got back to the airbnb she was like oh my god that semi's brights are so bright they have to have their brights on so <clears throat> she was doing kind of like the normal etiquette of like she was flashing them flashing to say brights, like, hey, hey your, brights are on. your brights are on can you turn them down <laughs> and then I don't know if they were being like a smart act or if they were just responding to be like they're not on but they then turned their brights on and i guess she was like blinded she's like oh my god your brights weren't on she also oh, ran over a skunk on that drive and then we subsequent subsequently re-ran over that skunk you ran over that skunk <laughs> mm-hmm. not like just like a little bit <laughs> <laughs> she finished it off <laughs> it was definitely uh yeah. You know what's funny? Because we brought that up. Dad left the wedding after us. And he said there was no other <laughs> that happened to he it. He was like, oh, I must have left the road. And I was like, I don't I, think, I don't was, think so. I think he must have just missed it because either that I don't think it was going thing hit it and it flew it off. I was like, I don't think it was going anywhere of its own free will. Yeah. So rest sorry in peace about, to that skunk. Sorry about that. Um that was all I had for driving stuff. Okay. Do you want me to just do another one of mine? Sure. So this is just when I was looking stuff up. Workplace attire, I feel like, is becoming so not common knowledge with people these days. And I understand workplaces sometimes can get lax and don't care about 
attire that much. But I even question just with some people's level of like what they consider appropriate for work. You'll see TikTok videos of people showing like their outfits of the week and you're like, you can wear that to work. What do you feel like? And maybe you don't know the, the professions of these people, but it's like, what is there like a profession that sticks out to the most where like you see that being done or you have no idea? Well, this is just probably related to like my for you page. I haven't seen one in a while actually, but I used to see a lot of like teacher outfits of the week. And sometimes I feel like the teachers would be like trendy and stuff, but like questionable in the level of appropriateness for work. Not even in the sense of like, there's outfits that are appropriate for life and you wouldn't even bat an eye. I feel like but teachers, then in the workplace, you're like, interesting. well, I wouldn't it's wear hard. that to work. Well, it's like, because they're almost never supposed to be like, they're never business professionals. So like, I feel like technically they're dress code unless like is there one below like business casual or like technically that's probably what theirs is listed as you know i'm not familiar with all the work attire terms maybe there's a level below that um i do think like teachers just have such a specific style especially like females so it's hard to judge because i also feel like like i feel like you know what i'm talking about when i say like just like a style is that whole genre of style not work appropriate in your opinion? No, I think it's fine. I think I'm talking specifically about the cut and like style of clothing. I don't care what color it is. I don't care if it's got like rainbows or unicorns or whatever on it. If that's what you're talking about. No. Well, then I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like there's certain ways that people dress when they're teachers. Not related to like unicorns or rainbows. Just like outfits that they wear then what makes it not appropriate <laughs> just like it's not business casual so see that's not what i'm talking about i'm not asking them to be business casual i just feel like there's like sleeve lengths or croppedness that they'll wear with their clothing a specific that i'm like you shouldn't wear that to work or just other tiktok people besides teachers i see where it's like they're wearing like a crop top and even if it does like hit the pants like at no. the appropriate height, tucked in a I'm like, shirt I don't work. know if I feel like you can do that. Like if you raise your hand and you reveal your midriff, I just feel like that's not work appropriate. I'll agree with that. We've reached some common ground. Let's talk about uh, weddings slash like we'll do the wedding ones I have first. So first, let me touch on. If it's a no phone oh my God. ceremony, it is crazy how this will just sh- go sh- sh- right in one year out the If other. it is a no phone ceremony, which oftentimes like people go crazy with like where they list it. There might be a sign at the ceremony. There might be something listed on like the invite that it's like no phones. This wedding, for example, also right like as it's starting, there's like, like the person comes over and they're like, thank you for joining us for the ceremony. We're really grateful for you to be here. Please keep your phones, like, turn them on silent and, like, keep them down for a no-phone ceremony to be present in the moment. In the moment. Something along those lines. And, and so, it never works. <clears throat> it is honestly, it's astounding. I have to this laugh. Just another social etiquette thing. Because then people like, post the pictures and literally out themselves on social media so the bride and groom can see that you so graciously did not follow their request for a no-phone ceremony. You know? And it's just annoying because it's that idea and this goes beyond just weddings of like oh well this doesn't apply to me it is so 
Like, what is that? Or, you what know, is like in this class? doesn't apply to me? Sierra, I have more. Stop. Okay, I'm getting getting ahead of myself. Okay, <clears throat> but that's what all these are. That's what all of these are. It's like this doesn't apply to me, but it's like it does. It's a social it norm. To everyone. Social norms apply to everyone. That's why they're social norms. Another one that I have. Um, wedding appropriate dress code to said wedding where they list said dress code. So. This is oftentimes, I have, yeah, it's related to two things. For women, a lot of times, like, the biggest, think of one rule that you think of when it's like you're going to a wedding. What's one clothing rule? Women, I'm sure, are all thinking, don't do wear not white. wear white to the wedding. I saw at least five people wearing white as a base, a prominent base to their dress. Like, white with, like, a delicate floral pattern. Like, I counted five plus people. I was shocked. And honestly, we were talking about it at the wedding, too. In the grand scheme of things, like, is it that crazy noticeable where people are like, oh, my God, who is the bride? It also shocked me of, like, that's the number one thing you think of when you're getting dressed for a wedding is, like, okay, I can't wear a white dress. At least that's what I do. That's what I would assume everyone's doing that. So it shocks me to then think that these five people were, like, I'm wearing this dress with white. Very prominent white. It just shocks me. So that was the first thing. And I, here's the thing. They're beautiful dresses. I know not everyone wants to buy a new dress for a wedding, but that cannot be your wedding guest dress. Yeah. If you're going to have one wedding guest dress, it cannot be white. The base color of it should not be white. And like, I get the vibes where like, we're on the lake, it's coastal. You might have a dress that screams coastal, like event vibe can't scream like it can't scream wedding though because it's a white dress but maybe coastal event and you're like this would be so perfect to wear on the water it doesn't matter you cannot wear it you shouldn't wear it so second thing is just like the what men wore to this wedding it was can we also have a discussion about the whites versus blue shirts yes after but like semi-formal i get like it's ranges wide and like high and far up and down <laughs> Megan doesn't know what she's saying um but there's a wide range wide range for what counts is semi-formal um and you could see it you could see the range at the wedding is all I'm saying I just feel like semi-formal like to me that means you should wear dress pants like dress pants for sure always. 100% dress pants, dress pants always for a wedding Okay. Unless so they said, specify we're doing like a jeans wedding. Or like a beachy, like linen pants are appropriate. But semi-formal with no other context, it's dress pants. And there is no you other Get option. your slacks out. Shirt-wise, you have a couple options. And the, even like how dressy, it's always like better to be dressier than more cash. Tops that would have been appropriate would have been button-ups, which I saw plenty of. Uh, you could go as far to add tie a jacket on top um even a polo a polo would be fine especially because it was like hot summer day whatever um even like a knit polo would have been a fun kind of trendy but still appropriate take on semi-formal and i just didn't a lot of people followed that a lot of people didn't follow that and i feel like it's just you should follow the dress code for the wedding that's Mm -hmm. why it's there so yeah it makes me just more and more because i've talked about like i'm gonna send like a freaking color palette Here for is my wedding board inspo 
please dress appropriately it just makes everything look nicer when everyone does their part please take a photo of you wearing your outfit and send Send it it to me me send it to the bride (laughs) i'm kidding megan will yay or nay it um anyway then we need to go off of that talk about this is not related to social norms this isn't like a a popular opinion or like unpopular opinion but it's our i thought that it was popular but then i realized it was unpopular so you guys need to let us know your thoughts in my mind when i want when i see a guy getting dressed up my go-to is like wear a white shirt i always think like a white button-up just like it looks the best nothing else looks as good yeah everything like it would look fine other things will look fine so I'm but like, it's not as good. Wear a white shirt. Wear either like blue or black or gray. Like whatever color slacks you want. I don't care. White shirt and then an appropriate tie that like completes the ensemble. Tie can be any color. If it's black pants or gray pants. If it's blue pants, I would kind of tie it into the blue or make sure it's neutral. And like that's to me, that's the look. That's the blueprint. It's easy. And and I maybe it makes it boring. Okay. Nine times out of ten, like at that wedding most of the guys are wearing blue like, blue button downs and light blue is it's fine it's, it's classic. very very common but what i realized i don't like about it and this is me being like potentially old-fashioned because most of the couples were not matching when they're at the wedding but i like it when couples and families kind of coordinate i do too and so like, if i was nice. going if i was bring like a wedding date i feel like i would try to be like what are you wearing so then like we can kind of it doesn't need to be matchy-matchy. So then if we like, take pictures, it looks good together, is my thought process. And unless you're wearing, like, a blue dress or something with that, you know, shade like, in like, it. It's almost overwhelming. Their job is to, like, be the neutral and then yeah. balance it. Coordinate like, it. you, you're neutral. I'm crazy. <laughs> and then we coordinate with the details and accessories. And so, um, Haley brought up a point, though. She said that Ashton doesn't like to wear white shirts because he wears a white t-shirt underneath it and you can see like the double white and he doesn't like when you can well, see that's the why sleeves. guys need to be taught layering well then i thought i saw a hack where you're supposed to wear like a red t-shirt under a white button down supposedly you guys can come for me i've heard the same thing for like red bras under like white shirts and so a nude would also work as well i feel like he needs to try that out and then report, report back, back. <laughs> because I don't know. I'm a sucker for a white t-shirt. But then my dad, he wore a blue shirt too. Every guy wore a blue shirt. Like his girlfriend had like said, like in her mind, like a white shirt, like so they both went to Catholic school. And so like in her mind, she was like a white shirt just like seems like very like Catholic school, school boy, boy to her. So maybe everyone's got like their own little different experiences. Because I think my response to that was like, hmm, different lived experiences. Because <laughs> like she has her experience. And in my mind, it's just, like, it looks so much better. Because I just see it in, like, a, oh, an like, event setting. It's why nine times out of ten, the groomsman and the groom himself will wear a white shirt. Because it's classic. Yeah. And What's so, best? yeah. I just, if I'm dating someone in the future and we have a wedding or something to go to. Unless they're really putting up a fight. He can wear whatever he wants. I'm not trying to be manipulative and controlling. But if he's someone that doesn't care I'll be like, and would take my suggestion. Wear a white shirt for that. And he'd be like, you, I've, I'm always wearing a white shirt. And I'd be like, yes. That's why I picked you. Um, okay. Let's go to, so I've got events now. Do you have any that you want to, what else do you got? I did briefly have on here, I wrote swimsuit gate, but it was related to us being in Las Vegas when the person came up to us to say, hey, did we you guys, that? we did. Mm. But I just feel like it brings up the larger conversation of like, 
when you're out and about in public, how much when is it appropriate do you have to like point something out? Or just like when at what level is it okay for someone to like come up to you in public to like instruct you to do something? I feel like oftentimes, although this would fit in that category of like me saying it's acceptable, but I just feel like that was like a different situation. But a common rule I think that I see a lot of people will use is like if it's something they can fix like that, like quickly. It oh, can you have be like fixed. a smudge on your face. Yeah, you don't wipe that. Or off. like something on your teeth, or like very simple things like that. Or like if you would be absolutely mortified, like let's say like. If you could tell that someone just like started their period and like they need to get that situated, that'd be obviously very uncomfortable for like them to find out from you, but also like but like better you to know to them. fix. Yes, so there those are kind of like the things that I think of. That situation was just like it was more so like that girl could have told her yeah and not tell me to tell her. I think that's where the the breakdown is because yeah. she could go up and like tell her anything she wants. I don't care. But to tell a stranger then tell another stranger? That's five feet away. Like, no, I'm not doing that. You do that. Because then I was so confused what you were saying. She already is turning around. And then there you go. You can tell her. Anyways. Um, anything else you wanted to say to that? Or I don't think so. Okay. So we're going to touch on some event-related etiquette, social norms, things like that. So these primarily came about when I was thinking of, like, the concert we just went to with Ed Sheeran and how I felt like maybe I was expecting something a little different than what we got. So it is my opinion that when you're at a concert and let's say like a big concert, like if we're talking about like a Saturday night concert series put on at your, like your local brewery, your a winery, this doesn't count. A big concert where it's like so-and-so's coming to town. Ed Sheeran headlining. You should be standing. You should be standing the entire time. Unless was, you're unable to do so. Yes. This was the only concert I have ever been to where I sat the entire time. Because no one else was standing. And in that case, I had to go about this social norm of everyone else is sitting. I can't block people's view. Although, like... Ed Sheeran was tiny. We were so far away. There was no view. Um, but I was just baffled that, like, I'm sitting at an Ed Sheeran concert right now, just kind of, like, rocking back and forth, vibing, rather than I know he puts on amazing concerts. He sells out stadiums. And I know I'm y'all sure are standing. everyone is standing and singing his songs. So I'm just going with, like, this was a one-off weird event. But I didn't, like, Ed Sheeran had to have left that concert, in my opinion, being, like, what the heck was that? I'm not doing that again. He's the number one streamed artist on Spotify. I thought Taylor Swift was number one. She's number two last I checked. Okay. I can double check right now. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know if where we were positioned since the crowd is facing all towards him. I hope it was better. better for him. But where we were sitting, it right was now he's loud. third. And so many times. And like I could though. hear people directly around us and I was like none of you guys are singing you're not even like, like mumbling I'm even the words. kind of like I was kind of quiet no I was being like more quiet because I'm like I'm like I'm trying to sing out loud but no one else is so then you can just hear me singing the other one that was actually the only concert one I had second one is related to like football events um 
if you are in the student section at a college football game, if the ball is live, you're standing. I will say there's sometimes seated rest breaks during like halftime and commercial breaks. <laughs> commercial breaks. Because sometimes the legs need it. But otherwise, as a student in a student section, it is your job to be standing. And everyone else is going to be standing. Everyone else should be standing. That is also my firm opinion. I think there's, I should have probably thought more like related to college football games. Because there's, I just know there's so many things that annoy me when I go <laughs> to a game, which will be better um, next time you go to a game. Take we'll care. Have actual seats. When you're in a group of people, all like, going to an event together like a college football take game care of your you own. gotta take care of your own people do not like do not make it ever everyone else's problem around you that's a good one example of that is when someone was standing in front of us at one of the games and just like passes out like behind like onto people. Like, in front of us onto people and then their friends are just standing there there were like two girls in front of us that kind of were like is he okay and i we were so annoyed with this guy already at this point like I was not helping him. I would have if like medical emergency help. It was like medical emergency. It it wasn't. And so I was just like, I am so tired of standing by you. Um, made then the whole game just less enjoyable. You know, else is annoying when obviously in a student section, standing room is already crowded, and you have like two spots on the end of like a bleach or something, and people are like, oh, you can fit five people here. No, you can't. Says no, who? Because I'm not scooching over. People will, or when people then, here's the thing: it is single file in the student section. It is first come, first serve. We're all crowded. I get that. It's gonna be crowded. When people cannot find a spot or like they don't want to go up far enough to like actually fit however many people they have together, and then they start like double lining. It's like you got the people rows. on the bleachers and then people standing on. And it's the like actual floor. you're not supposed to be here. Because what if I wanted to sit down? Where are you going? No room. You're in my leg room right now when I do have to sit, which I inevitably will. So this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's just... Okay. Last one I have, like, social event-wise. Sierra and I have got a story for this one. <laughs> we were at a social event, and this just grinded our gears. And I'm sure... This isn't a new experience to many women, I am sure. So maybe you can... Common lived experience. You'll relate. Sierra and I were at a social event. And we were... As we do, like... We only have a certain level of social battery, I feel like. We can... It's not even that. I just... I feel like we can be in it and enjoying ourselves. But then, like... Not outwardly smiling. This is very relevant to the story. So we were, like, near a table. Kind of just, like... We weren't talking to each other. Like, we were just existing honestly is what we were doing and i don't know about most people but when i'm just existing and kind of thinking some thoughts to myself i'm just pretty blank faced i'm just nothing's going on pretty simple face maybe it's an rbf i don't know i wouldn't be surprised like i it's a pretty straight face but i don't even like some people really like to claim like they're like oh i have like such a bad rbf like i don't even think so like i will it's just admit not outwardly happy okay yeah that's all there is to it um a middle-aged man comes up to us and it, he like knows us from someone else like he's heard about he's heard people like talking about us like so he's like oh are you like the famous internet twins 
and also like just don't. that introduction i'm like well, i don't know like i obviously i guess like i don't i don't know you know about me right and so our response to that was already kind of like um maybe sure i guess but it's weird to like self-proclaim like the phrasing that he used or like whenever someone asks that of like oh like you're famous it's just weird because like i don't i don't like internalize that or take that in so i'm like i guess if you consider it famous then like like sure he could have said like oh you are the twins that do like youtube or whatever i don't know then i can claim that and be like yes that is a fact that is me um anyway so that's like how it starts off and like we do not know this guy so like what he's coming to communicate to us or with us about i've got no idea i'm expecting him to guide said conversation because i'm not good at small talk and he came over kind of like seeming like he had, he had something, something he was say. gonna say and so we're both like we respond and we're just kind of standing there looking at him and he's looking at us and he's, and he's kind of like he's got like this like no. little dumb smile in like a polite way where he's kind of like looking back and forth like at literally us. like looking back back like, and no forth when i tell you it's not us. just like keeping eye contact he was like literally like bobbing back and forth which makes not I saying mean, anything we were just at like first. we were also silent because i'm waiting for him to we just answered his question so now i'm waiting for him to say something else and i don't and know if it was he might have been like oh was. like are you having a good time or something i don't know what he said yeah and then we're like yeah oh, yeah like again i just felt like there was more of like the meat and potatoes of like why was he coming over here so i'm like cut to it buddy i'm not really here to just chat with you no offense um then we're still kind of waiting he's still kind of bobbing his head back and forth and he does the cardinal sin of what no man or woman but mostly men do this to women it's like well you need to smile like smile smile more more. excuse me what concern is it to you if i'm smiling or not and then it was like an awkward moment so uncomfortable then because like then it's like do you literally expect me to like just creep just a smile, smile up on my face so instead sierra and i are both simultaneously like <laughs> chuckling maintaining a half smile to appease him which is it's that's so we can talk about what we agonizing. would have done differently or wish we would have done so differently. agonizing to even think like in the future but, like that's kind of like where your mind goes of like this is the appropriate thing to do with this situation because i don't want to like be rude to you or whatever but again sierra and i are now like still expecting something like he is still in charge of the conversation because like i have literally nothing to say to him i'm i don't know who he is i don't know what he wants i don't know why he came over i don't know any of that and i frankly don't care and he's already making me uncomfortable so i don't really care to engage him in conversation anyways is like where we're at at this point and so uh then basically like I'm, nothing we else were happens. like nothing else happening except for like i I'm tried to like look at my I'm phone literally waiting for him to excuse himself out of you would think they would that someone would have like the they'd be able to he pick could up tell on. that we weren't engaging in the conversation I and feel we like he was like why aren't they talking to me and i was like you're not even talking to us i don't know what you want from me yeah so then sierra's kind of picking her phone up he is still not getting any hints of like i should head out i should excuse myself and so <laughs> I've done this like twice now in like situations Run like away. this <laughs> where I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom because <laughs> like I just I have no other out. 
I don't know what to do. No, it was uncomfortable. So, it was sure. uncomfortable. It was not fun. So let's now that we have this experience reflect and say what we should have or wish we would have done differently so that if something in the future happens, you've got mental practice. We put some mental reps in. Um, and if you guys have any experience with this and you have like your go-to I want to be out, like, because this, they make, no. I just feel like I need to be more like assertive assertive and upfront with like they should know they're making me uncomfortable and it is not making me happy so if i want to be like a little rude back to them Mm because they're being rude to me in a way anyways i feel like good things to say in situations like that would be we have discussed one thing that would have been and could be appropriate especially like in this situation would have been well is there anything else you wanted to say like is there anything else you want to talk about and then they say no and you can be like, oh, well, it was nice talking to you then. And you leave. Yeah. Otherwise, like, he probably would have been like, well, I just thought I'd have, like, a conversation. Because, like, you can so, you know that someone like that would say this. And then you'd be like, well, you're not doing a very good job conversing right now. Well, I wouldn't say that. But, I mean, like, if he did say that, then you could be like, oh, like, what do you want to know? What do you want to talk about? Did you have, like, any questions? Because you're not saying anything. I don't want to open it up to small talk. I really don't. I know. But I'm just, like, saying. I know. How can we... Because you and I were like the deer in the headlights in that situation. He was not uncomfortable at all. And so then how do we either turn it back on him, let him know, or him, her, whatever. If someone ever says, like, if someone specifically approaches you with, like, the you should smile more. I need to come up with an answer for that now. Like, should you just say, like, it's not my job to smile for you? Like, is that snarky? Is it fine? Is it I think that's fine because, like, they're taking it upon themselves to come tell you you're not smiling. Like, it is not... It's not anyone's job to tell you what you should be doing with your face or how you should be responding ever. Maybe you could just be like, and I think you should not say that to me. Or I think you should Or you can say like, well, I I think it's not your place to tell me that. That sounds stupid, but I don't know. You should smile more. That's how they usually say it. So I'm trying to come up with like an equal opposite. You should leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, what's annoying is that they're, you know, they're when, trying to come up with is like, they're a good guy. They're nice. When people do that, they're like, I was just trying to be nice. Like, I think you should smile more. And I'm like, that's the thing is that it is not your place to say that. You would never, ever say that to another, another guy. Like, if I were to go up to a guy and be like, you should smile more. They'd be like, what are you talking about? Why would I be smiling right now? I'm sitting at a table. Yeah. So let us know if you are a woman out there and you have experienced comments where people are like oh you should smile more what have you said or what do you wish you would have said in that scenario maybe that's because what they call this you should smile more we'll just t- title it that <laughs> maybe it's just such a it hasn't happened that much in my life but it's happened like enough where you're kind of like like this is the kind of thing where it's like guys hear about things like this and they're like no one ever like no guy ever actually happen. goes up to girls and says that point blank right here so then this episode it does happen and I'm mm-hmm. just as shocked as you. But you're the guys we need. The, the guys shocked are, guys? The guys that are so like, why would they say that? We need you. We need you out there. We need you fighting to make it so that other guys don't do that. Okay. I've got three more just like, or four more. More so like college, school specific ones. Um, So this is kind of, I think, what you're going to jump to earlier. So one common knowledge fact is that you should be waiting until class is over before you pack up your bags 
and are doing all your ruffling and getting your stuff in your backpack, if the professor is still talking, you need to be nice. See, I have not even related to that because people will say, like, if the class is over, like, I'm leaving. I don't care. That's fair. To just, like, you can try and be, like, a little nice still. But, but my if your point, time, it has to, like, you got to go. Usually happens before class. The teacher is trying to, like, I have that gather the audience and, like, class is starting. Class is getting started. People are, before class, people are standing up, <clears> talking <throat> to one another. And I get such bad secondhand embarrassment, especially during physical therapy no, school yeah. when this happened. In I was like, well, when we're all like, there's only 40 of us. The professors know you. You know the professors. <laughs> like, what are you it doing? It makes it worse. Because I'm just like, we are in graduate school. You paid good money to be here. And you know this person. You, you know when class starts. One-on-one. You know them individually. Like, you know this professor. And you're just, like, up, standing, still talking, even when they said Kind of like they're like three still times. talking, but kind of, like, acting like, oh, I'm, I'm headed back to my seat. And it's like, sit down. Shut up and sit down. Like, you can talk to them in 40 minutes or three hours if it's musculoskeletal. <laughs> we have five-minute breaks. Um, but it just, I get such bad secondhand embarrassment because I don't know if it's my wanting to please authority, but, like, the second Probably. a professor starts talking, I'm like, okay. Like, I sit down. Megan and I don't usually talk between class anyways. We get enough Sit of each other and so it's me usually like putting my phone away be like okay class is starting um but this is awful in undergrad like the lower level of the class too where it's like a hundred people and mm-hmm. no one cares about anything in that class the professor's like okay guys sit down please sit down let's get started yeah but then I, you get shocked when you get higher up and it still happens next one i had is when you're in a group project, everyone's expected to do their part. Should be common knowledge. Everyone should recognize that, like, as a group, you've probably each got a part you got to do. Now, I don't have any, like, super specific experiences with this, except uh, for, like, there yeah, was one time. Apex? Huh? Mm. I have two experiences then. <laughs> one was in college, and I was in a group of three. Keep in mind, like, people were already, like, usually in a group of four, but I was in, like, a smaller group of three. And then one guy dropped the class without even telling us as we're already assigned together for a group project. And so I think we had to find out through, like, not being able to get a hold of this guy and then, like, our TA eventually telling us. But then we just had to still do the entire project on our own. Um, It's just not not nice. (laughs) Leaving you hang up or hanging to dry. What is that? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what the phrase is. Out to dry. Sure. Um, this is kind of separate. First of all, I think part of this, the breakdown with group projects, to you and me, I think we, we think it's common way. knowledge that here's the workload. Let's all it is come split, up with how to decide. Split up individually. If there's four people, we each do 25% of the project individually. Right. Because, like, it's, it's too much work, realistically, to, like, feasibly get everyone together to, like, collectively. And it's going to take way too much time to do that. Like, you just do not have the time. To have everyone work on every part of the project, not going to happen. But I think that's honestly how some people like to or want to do group projects. Well, it's not the standard. And so anyway, the other example we had for this was we were in this school to work kind of program in high school. It was our senior year. And Megan and I were paired with two other girls from this other program because within, it was like, it was called Apex. And we were in, like, the exercise and sports science one, and there was some other, like, medical one that was separate from ours. But we were collaborating with two girls from that group 
on one project. I feel like we like just talked about this. On our podcast? I'm having flashbacks, but I'm not sure. Okay, well then I'll try and run through it fast. Essentially, we had just gotten our wisdom teeth out, and so we were off from school for a couple days, but we had already finished our part of of the project that we said we would do. But the project wasn't done as a whole because those girls didn't finish their part. I'm pretty sure. If my memory serves me correctly, this was like six, seven years ago or something. Um, And then Megan and I like passed out from like painkillers. We're not with it. We are not And we like wake up to like text or phone calls or whatever from our school to work teacher being like, they're fighting. Like they're the girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. These girls are like told on us from like to their teacher who taught like contacted our teacher and these girls hadn't even communicated with us that they were upset about something related to the project. And so we had to like literally wake up and drive to the mall because they're for some reason at the mall. I don't know why they were there to like meet up with the two girls and then their teacher. And then our teacher was here. I don't think our teacher was there, which was unfair. But then the issue was it was something related to like I do not remember the project entirely, but I remember I'm pretty sure we each had like specific exercises we were focused on where you did like everything for said exercise and I swear they only did like part of that and like thought we were gonna then do the second half of like whatever they were gonna do like whatever we were doing for the exercises and in the app and it's like well no now I'm doing like 75% of the work I'm pretty sure we just ended up like also helping them finish their part of the project yeah but it was weird and like the here's what annoyed me is that they didn't reach out to us beforehand so we couldn't just nip things in the bud and communicate that it's your job to do that part of the project and then their teacher was like oh, i just i don't want to make things a big no, deal like, i don't so, want us like, to be like mad at one another like this we can I'm like, like oh i'm mad i am mad and she's like we can like just work this out together like it's no big deal and i'm just like well they should have been more mature and contacted us directly instead of going straight to the teacher to correct like, what things. are we doing are we in middle school here we're in high school this isn't so, middle school it was weird and i still have that i know bad vibes that from them that project never even like we were supposed to be working on an app that certainly never came to be a thing anyways that's all i got let me look at what i still have left on my note um okay time management slash time blindness girl from tiktok so i feel like i don't even need to say who time blindness girl is but for those of you who might be unaware you can like look up the original too there was this girl on tiktok who had said she was applying for a job or she was at orientation or something and she asked a question she said do you guys have accommodations for time blindness i'm not entirely aware what time blindness is but from what little i know it seems like it's a subset for people who have adhd they can have time blindness which just like time gets away from them bad at time management but i guess with a reason behind it and it's not just general like poor time management skills that some people have and so then in her tiktok she was complaining how the person responded to her and said there's no accommodations like you need to just like get your act together and show up to work on time like a normal person and so she was upset about that and then the entirety of tiktok decided like no time blindness girl which i agree because i think you can't make time accommodations for someone with time blindness like you're when you're getting paid your work hours are your work hours you'll be there and so then aside from just the time blindness stuff people with poor time management skills it drives me crazy when people are like notoriously like oh my god like i'm i'm always late to everything like i have such bad time management skills because i think it's like fun and quirky but it's just rude 
Like mm-hmm. people with poor time management skills have no respect for everyone else's time around them. Like if you want to make yourself late to like things that don't matter, go all out. I don't care. But if it's like an appointment or even like I mean, we were cutting it close to the wedding that we were supposed to be at, and I was, like, freaking out. Well, what's funny is that you and I were ready, like, an hour before everyone else. I I thought we were driving together. (laughs) And so, um, like, you and I could have left way earlier because we ended up just driving ourselves. But I thought we were going to go with Dad, and then Dad left, and I was like, hence why Dad was probably like, oh, were you guys coming with us? Um, Because we never really verbalized that. Yeah. Um, But we weren't late, so. We weren't. We weren't. But, yeah, I feel like I'm someone who – I really try to be like 15, 10 minutes early to stuff. It's a good rule of thumb, I think. What was, uh, what's the rule on time is 15 minutes early? Who said that? Our musculoskeletal. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's who I thought, but I just, I wanted to make sure before I just threw it out there. It's a good rule though. Okay. I want to talk about two more things. Movie theater etiquette and then just internet etiquette. So we're getting ready to see barbie on wednesday and the movie theater has very specific etiquette rules probably first and foremost being no going on your phone during the movie turning your sound off no talking i'm all for like the most silent of whispers to say like one small thing about the movie i'm fine with that because i feel like i do that once in a while to Mm -hmm. you making sure no one can hear it and i honestly feel like uh the phone one I don't see get broken too often, honestly. I think Mm-mm. people are usually pretty good about turning their phones off or at least, like, brightness all the way down where it's not bugging people. Like, I really, yeah, I don't really see phones out. And sound. I haven't had, like, a phone go off in a theater in a very long time. So people, for the most part, are doing good on movie theater etiquette. What is your take on, like, choosing seating? Because nowadays, most people have to, like, pick their seating online. Like, do you think there's a rule of thumb for, like, Oh, you can't sit there. No. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, in an empty theater. And there's, like, someone sitting right here. Can you sit next to them? Well, no. (laughs) So that's the etiquette that I'm talking about. Okay, well, then just don't sit next to them. How far do you sit from them? I think it just, you would look at a scene and say, this is is uncomfortable. You have to, like, say, okay, pick the average of, like, the other empty seats. And that's the one that you pick? Yeah. I'm trying to think of other movie-related etiquette. This was this isn't really etiquette, but uh, perhaps a social norm maybe that you and I would break, where we'd go to like Movie Tuesdays or whatever. And it was student discounts. You get a small popcorn. It would make and a me small a little drink. uncomfortable to like be in a line full of college students who were doing said deal, and then, and then go like, up and be like, "Scratch that! No, I'll pay. More. I'll pay full price for the medium popcorn." Yeah. But I wasn't going to the movie just for the small, teeny, tiny popcorn. Yeah. I honestly, nowadays, like, the medium popcorn is enough. Like, I don't even finish it all the way sometimes. I feel like my hunger during the movie goes down exponentially. Because, like, I'll be, we're, like, ten minutes in the movie and my... It's, like, half gone. It's empty. And then you'll get, like, you'll maybe get another fourth. And then I'm, like, so full. We just went and saw Elemental at the drive-in theater. And, again, same thing. I get my meat and popcorn. I'm, like, running through it before, like, the movie's even started. And I'm, like, this is going to be gone in 10 minutes. And then I... Do I finish it? No. Mm-hmm. Like, you get full. And yeah. And it's, like, you're... And then you're, like, out popcorn. Where even when you get, like, hungry again, you're, like, I don't really want popcorn. Yeah. But... 
that's good i will still keep getting medium popcorns because i like to have more than enough <laughs> so i'm not gonna some people are okay with leaving the theater to like go get more food or whatever uh-uh i get one chance in the beginning that's it i can't go out for a refill i can't go out for more popcorn or like go out and get like a candy bar people that do that weird me out people also like people like i understand people have different bladders and bowels but i'm like people just like regularly go to like the bathroom during movies i'm like you go before and that's it you can't get up in an emergency maybe one because i saw people talking about for oppenheimer they're like if you need to go to the bathroom go like when so-and-so enters this building you're good and then if it takes you about two minutes you've only missed like so-and-so gets like the security clearance that they needed i don't know what that means i haven't seen the movie yet see i saw that too and maybe they were just telling the truth but i was like is this a joke because they're like all you need to know and i'm like was there like something else that happened that like well maybe we'll get the joke when we go see you um maybe oppenheimer which we still need to figure out you can out never be too sure on social media if it's just genuine mm-hmm. or if which then leads us to my last etiquette topic which is broad it's internet etiquette specifically the bad thing about the internet is that being anonymous is so so easy which means that all etiquette goes out the window when people realize that they don't have to take accountability for what they're saying or typing and so i don't have any specific examples but i'll just get on my soapbox and leave you with this and mine can jump in when she wants to even though you can post anonymously online you should not just say like whatever comes to your mind you should be thoughtful of how your words might affect others even if it's just like a simple criticism as long as it's like constructive that's fine but just like a blatant criticism that either cannot be corrected or is unnecessary we shouldn't be doing it it's not good internet etiquette the internet is already a hard enough place don't make it even harder and that's the other thing this is just something i don't get when people like want to spread their misery online where it's like you can just tell what I always tell myself when I see a negative comment or something like that is like, well, I know that I would never in a million years like go through the effort that it would take to hate watch something or hate whatever something, make an anonymous account, and then type up a comment, especially the people that like religiously like hate watch or hate follow you and just always comment negative things. I'm just like, oh my goodness. At least I'm not doing that. At least I'm not doing that. At the end of the day, the only person you control is yourself. So Yeah. So that's where we'll leave with that. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. It was kind of all over the place, but sometimes, you know, kind of hopefully fun to enjoyed switch, a little ranty around. episode. We post every Thursday. So um, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time is when episodes go live. You can listen to them wherever you get your podcast. You can go watch a video version on YouTube. All you have to do is search according to podcast and it'll be right there. And we also have an Instagram. It's also at according to you can follow us there. We post stuff on our story related to if we want viewer submissions or want you guys to help us out with some episode ideas. That's where we post for that stuff. Otherwise, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.